Hi guys. <laughs> it's so nice to be here. Um how are y'all? Please respond. <laughs> Let's do it like Dora. <laughs> Tell me how you are. Pause it and do it. Okay, now you're unpaused. Thank you so much for telling me. I'm so happy that you're well. If you're not well, then I'm glad that, you know, you were honest about how you're feeling. You know, thank you for being that way. I'm doing good. You can hear the smile in my voice. <laughs> so um, I'm excited about this episode because we talk about some heavy stuff. But ultimately, overall, it's really encouraging, you know, the art of not knowing, you know, it's time to embrace not knowing this year. And I'm not saying, you know, to go through it, through any journey you're trying to start, any changes you're trying to make without a plan, you know, with just pure and unriddled chaos. What I'm saying is to embrace not knowing in a way that you don't self-destruct you know and so we'll get into that you know we'll get into that but for now who am I I know I have a lot of new listeners especially um since I am blowing up on TikTok honey child (laughs) <laughs> if you want to follow me there, if you want to follow all my socials, they are at Nicole Heels, except for Instagram. There's a period between Nicole and Heels, so Nicole.Heels. But TikTok, Insta- I mean, TikTok, Twitter, um, and Patreon, you know, I am Nicole Heels on Instagram. I'm at Nicole.Heels. So... I am, you know, it's in my name, honey. I am a healer, divine healer. Um, I help people heal by speaking to, speaking through, you know, their inner child. And I do that and I focus on childhood and my healing and the healing content that um, I put out and the healing work that I do because it's, in my other episodes, I say like, it's such a, it's a library for who we are. You know, it holds, it's such a unique place because it holds who we authentically are, you know? And I don't want to say authentically were because, and I want to say are, because we can always get back to that, but it holds who we were when we were just living in our authenticity as a young child and it holds the person we turned into, you know, as a result of possible harm, possible trauma, you know, we may have went through and let's be real. Who doesn't have childhood trauma? (laughs) Like at this point, it's kind of like, you know, like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, It's kind of like um, a bat, no, no, a passing. Um, what do you call it? Uh, oh my gosh! It's kind of like you know, like a original, a coming of age. Those synonyms, child. I know somebody is saying it, 
and I know, and it's getting me tight. I wish I could hear you. <laughs> you know what? Develop telepathy so that when that happens, y'all could just give me it and I'll just be like, yo, thank you, a girl, you know, in a gray shirt or whatever. <laughs> But yeah, like who doesn't have childhood trauma? And so it's important to look at our childhood because it holds so many of our answers of the answers that we need, you know? So that's who I am and that's what I do. And uh, I'm happy that you're here witnessing something that I do and able to gain some healing because, um, you know, you need it. We all need it and we all deserve it. So now moving on. Ways to compensate your girl, my cash app and Venmo are both dollar sign N-I-C-C-C-1. Um, if you want to, you know, make a quick donation, it's heavily appreciated. And, um, you know, that's a way to do so. If you would like to, um, you know, make a reoccurring payment of support, that's also appreciated and you can subscribe to my patreon for four dollars and 44 cents a month to support me in general as a creator because you know i do podcasts i write which you can witness on my patreon you know some additional treats some articles that i have on there about healing also have journal prompts on there about healing Yeah, I also, you know, make visual content for Instagram and pretty things that catch your eye (laughs) that talk about healing. You know, I also talk on Twitter, you know, make threads about healing and make um, videos on YouTube as well. And and that is at Nicole Heels as well and smaller form video content on TikTok, you know, so I am a one woman band a jack of many trades, honey. And um, yeah, that's a way to support all that I do. And I thank you so much um, in advance. So let's get into the episode. Um, I know by the title, you know, you're probably like, huh? <laughs> because like, it's the total opposite of what we've been told and taught about chasing our dreams and setting goals and stuff. You know, and we're supposed to have a good idea of what we want. And I'm not saying don't have an idea, you know, I'm not saying don't have an idea that you stick to and stay focused on and you keep in bed with you to be warm at night. You know, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is or proposing is a lot, unfortunately, a lot of our worst fears, which is. The fact that you cannot control everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm sorry I had to drop it on you like that. And I'm sorry I had to be the one to do it. But you deserve to know you cannot control everything. No matter how hard you try, you just cannot. And so what I'm proposing us all to do is embrace that fact you know embrace the art of surrender you know the art of of releasing your tight grip on things embrace the fact that on the journey of life of anything you won't actually know the next step all of the time you know that you won't know 
You won't know how you get to the end of that journey. You won't know what's at the finish line waiting for you. You won't know that there is something there waiting for you. You won't know what the rest of the track looks like. And anxiety won't get you closer to it. (laughs) I do a chuckle because... (laughs) That's just like, it's such a funny thing, but like annoying ass thing to say, you know, like, yo, honey, anxiety will not get you closer to knowing. And you're just like, ugh, I know, but like, shut up. <laughs> I won't be mad if you tell me to shut up. <laughs> and so, also, yeah, get this. Maybe we're simply not supposed to know all that is going to happen and supposed to happen. Maybe we gain the answers on the journey by simply going through it. You know, maybe we won't have an idea. Maybe the journey will be so new that we just will not have an idea. And we'll only get an idea by getting so close to that edge, to the edge of the mountain, you know? Maybe it's right at that edge where you find like a mysterious like button that you press and a bridge just miraculously appears. (laughs) Maybe you figure it out as you go. By coming across obstacles and simply solving them as you go. Maybe you're focused on an answer when you don't even fully understand the question. Hmm? Maybe you're focused on this answer over here when you need to be focused on an answer over there. Maybe you're we're just not supposed to know. Maybe the universe keeps things from us until a certain time because of our worrying and how we act when we're worried. How impulsive we get, how chaotic we get, how doubtful we get, how self-destructive, how forgetful we get from all of those other times when we got through it and we solved the problem, how forgetful we get of our competence, how quick our mind changes when fear is involved. And how we don't believe in ourselves anymore. And how we don't trust ourselves anymore. You know? Maybe that need to know messes up the flow of everything. And of course, I'm not faulting anyone, you know, for having anxiety at all. You know, this is not... This is a judgment-free place. You know, I would never judge mental illness at all. And I would just never judge in in general, you know, people for being people. Because ultimately, that's what this is. This is human shit. Yes, even mental illness. Like, you're not abnormal for going through this. I'm just here to talk about it and explain it and go through it. So that you have a better understanding of why you are the way that you are. Why things are the way that they are in your life. 
why other people are the way that they are, you know? And I don't want you to feel judged or shamed, you know, throughout this episode or in general for being the way that you are, because we're all like this, you know, you're not the only one. There's a reason why I have approximately now 170 listeners, you know, across this podcast. Hey, (laughs) y'all, because so many of us are like this. And I'm just here to say, like, we can hold two truths. Like, this is normal. But it's also something to change, you know? And I want you to know the fact that you can do it. But while we're here, (laughs) we might as well go through it together. So this is why... We may not know, you know, maybe we're not supposed to know. Maybe knowing right now with the lack of clarity, you know, that fear brings us and the lack of experience that we have because we need to get further on the journey and surrender more. Maybe knowing now and not later when you went through a couple of obstacles may fuck up the end goal. You know, if we know the answer right now, right here, right now, when we want to. And it's just better if we're kept in the dark on on certain things. Maybe the universe is protecting you by making you not know. Maybe you're being ungrateful. No, I'm playing. (laughs) I'm playing. (laughs) But... Jokes aside, well, is it really ever jokes aside with me? No. But getting a little bit more serious. Consider the fact that maybe you're only focused on an answer and not the answer that will serve your highest good and the highest good of this journey because of the anxiety of simply not knowing. Maybe it's not about the answer at all, but it's about the not knowing. So in separating the two, let's get into why that anxiety is there. Or at least, you know, a possibility. But let's be real, a possible, I mean, a popular, very popular possibility. (laughs) So growing up as children, you know, we may have felt out of power, you know, which is normal for children to feel, not saying good, just normal in the society because if you think about it you know thinking about your own childhood you had so many hands guiding you telling you which way to go no room no given no room for options you know giving no room for things to just slow down and be explained to you so that you can understand, you know, to do dictating everything. And then our only other free time is in school where we're still told what to do and how to do it, how to learn something, you know, when to go to the bathroom, when to eat. Our lives are like heavily structured and controlled. 
You had so many hands guiding you and telling you which way to go. And it may not have felt like guidance as a child. And that's okay. It's okay to admit that. It's okay if you want to admit that the way the adults in your life treated you, even though they may have come, it may have come from a good place in them, or maybe they thought so, that it didn't feel like guidance, that it didn't feel like support. And I'll bring you one step closer. It's okay to admit that about your parents. No matter how hard they worked, no matter how much they loved you, it's okay if you admit that it did not feel like guidance at the time. And it's okay if it still doesn't register as guidance now. Yeah. Because I know when I was a child, it didn't feel like guidance to me. It felt very controlling. It felt very irritating to have yet another person nitpicking what I'm doing, correcting me. It felt like so many eyes were on me all the time, just waiting for me to step out of place so that they could correct me. Especially when everything didn't need no damn correcting. You know? Who cares if I'm eating something with my hands (laughs) as like a baby, as a toddler, instead of like a little fork, you know, things that were mostly due to like preference rather than like protection, like genuine protection, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. Just those little things that just feel nitpicky that are ultimately someone else's preference for how they would like you to behave how they would like you to present it made me really confused as a child because I'm like yo in the grand scheme of things what does this matter (laughs) literally what does it matter (laughs) I was literally I was I wasn't thinking that way in the way that I said it as a child but I definitely you know had that confusion of like yo why does this matter You know, and you may have felt like that too. Especially if you have parents that pretty much opened up the whole village, you know, to correct you as a form of help on their end, on their behalf, you know. All of those hands trying to turn you in a certain way, you know. And that may fuel your need to know what's quote-unquote right and find the right answer and the right way to do things. Because all these people were trying to tell you the right way to do things, but they were all conflicting and and it it left you so confused and vulnerable. And I'll get into that later. But so, our power to figure things out on our own, you know, our sense of autonomy was taken away in our home, you know, in our free time with family at school, people always telling you what to do and how. And little side note, that's why a lot of us like playtime a lot, like me, because when you got to play, you had free reign over everything. You know, it was just you and your imagination. And that may be why now you try to control everything because that's your power. 
you know that's why you may like to be the one in power you may like to be the leader you may like to be the one that could have the free reign over everything that could be why you don't like boundaries (laughs) that could be why you don't like rules be why you don't like authority in any sense It could be why you don't like, you know, other people's boundaries that they try to set with you. You know, that's real. You like to be in power and you may be trying to make up for lost time or, you know, running away from those times that you felt powerless. You know? But this feeling of being out of power allowed us to grow up as people constantly searching for power through control. You know, as you as you get to be an adult, you'll notice the egos on people, you know, that are just bred out of a want for power. You know, a lot of people look at respect as power and and um conflate the two and get them mixed up in a way that it shouldn't be. Some people, you know, will use society structures to position themselves in a place of power. You know, heavily play into gender roles heavily play into certain roles in society so that they can feel in power, you know? And ultimately here, we're talking about life and its outcomes, trying to feel in power over that, you know? Because that could be the source of our worry. Well, most likely is the source of our worry and anxiety and general discomfort when it comes to life because in life you don't always know you know and so when we were younger and out of power life felt like it was just happening to us and you know it was we were just being told what to do turn every witch away it was just happening to us constantly by the hand of other people We felt people's control over us was life. Mm -hmm. And because we couldn't control the hands over us, we started fearing the unpredictability of it and the unpredictability of life in general. You know, of when we would be judged, when we would be turned around, when we would be nitpicked. Plus, we were out of power. So to speak up and try to stand up for ourselves, to make a decision about what went on in our life, you know, that that wasn't allowed. So there was an added vulnerability that left us feeling very open and susceptible to what we knew as life at that time. And so this anxiety is what comforted us at the end of the day. You know, because it probably felt so vast 
you know, not knowing what was going to happen. And anxiety was there to hold our hand, you know, predicting every possible scenario we could muster as a way to get ready for life when it came so that we didn't feel unsafe, so that we didn't feel in danger, so that we could know at least a slice or a sliver of the outcome, have a general sense of it and know some of what to expect at all times. So we were not just out here naked and vulnerable like we were and felt when we were younger. Because that's a genuine fear. You know? It's a genuine fear we had when we were younger. And when it comes to a child's brain... And their cognitive abilities at that time. A lot of children don't even know. Like, a lot of us as children, we are only aware of, like, the present moment. You know, past and future, we have to learn that that's something that is. You know, but we're mostly focused on in the moment. And so when we feel fear, we're genuinely feeling that in the moment. When we feel vulnerable, we're genuinely feeling that in the moment. That's why children have such big emotions and like breakdowns and tantrums. Because they're so invested in what's happening right now in the moment. And they may not know that you will get the chocolate tomorrow. You just can't get it today. (laughs) You know? They may be like, but it's now, now, now. Fuck tomorrow. (laughs) But it's like, honey. And so going with that, we may not feel like, or we may not know, genuinely know within ourselves and our heart of hearts, that this feeling of fear will pass. And so we're so panicked of feeling fearful, of feeling vulnerable, and not being soothed during this time. A lot of our adult life is just dealing with these feelings we felt when we were younger, you know? And learning how to soothe ourselves and learning compassion, learning how to deal with these things that we felt when we were younger. Because if you notice, when we were children, like we deal with our emotions the same way that we did when we were a child. Some of us isolate, you know, because we were left alone in our feelings. And we bring that with us. Some of us have literal temper tantrums like we did when we were children, you know? And this is why I talk about these things because we bring so much from our childhood that we don't even notice. You know, so many of us are hurting and don't know why. And this is a way 
to break that cycle of pain, you know, that most likely didn't even start with you. But also so many people, both parent and child, are unaware of the damage done in childhood by those old methods of parenting. And if I could just reach one party, you know, one of the two, at the bare minimum, parent or child, and spark an idea, a feeling to bring change, then I've done my job. Because you can't walk around with this hurt. You can't. Like, you just can't. You shouldn't have to. You don't deserve to. You deserve to heal. To get back to yourself. To feel good about yourself. To feel confident within yourself. To trust yourself. To love yourself. To create a genuine bond with yourself. And not try to look to other people to tell us what to do, how to do things, and how to be because that's what we're used to. You deserve to walk around in your own own authenticity and know what that is. You know? But a lot of us know the opposite. And it's this vulnerability that we felt at the time that fueled this. You know? Genuine discomfort for who we are. You know? Because... For a lot of us, who we were was wrong. You know? Like, who we were was wrong. We felt it and our parents, um, like, exemplified that. We tried to rely on our own understanding and was wrong. You know, we tried to rely on our own way of doing things and was pointed, it was pointed out to be wrong. And so we felt like our being was wrong. And ultimately, we have this genuine discomfort with being wrong and ultimately not knowing because when you don't know, When you don't have like a general sense of what's going on, you're vulnerable, like I said, and you're open. And it may feel too open and too vast, like we don't have something to hold on to. And that's how anxiety comforts us. You know, we were alone in this experience. We didn't have a helping hand and we didn't have a friend. And anxiety was that friend, you know? And you shouldn't feel bad for creating this friend to comfort you. Because you created the friend to comfort you, you know? You didn't know that what what you were doing was or would be potentially harmful, you know, as anxiety is. You were just doing what you thought was right, you know, and I'm glad I worded it like that because that's a clear example of 
how things are or how things come to be, you know, when we aren't taught how to be right or we're not guided to be right on our own accord, you know, truly guided. We create a friend out of trauma that adds to our trauma, you know? And you shouldn't feel bad for doing it because you were a literal child, you know? And so you created anxiety to be that helping hand, you know, to fill that void of uncertainty, to comfort our vulnerability, to have something to hold on to, to have a hand in yours, you know, and bring in the fact that we were literally punished for being wrong physically and emotionally, you know, beat because we didn't have an answer or we picked the wrong way to be. We made the wrong decision, you know. Some of us as children, like, you know, going back to cognitive ability, Yeah, we may have been told or taught that if we put our hand on a stove, that's bad because hot. But how exactly are we supposed to know that also applies to curling irons, you know, and hot combs? How are we supposed to know that? You know? And so we may have felt also burdened to our parents when we were wrong. Being wrong felt like a burden to us. You know, we were disconnected from, made to feel abnormal for being wrong and for not knowing and understanding, physically and emotionally punished. And especially if you identify, you know, with being a black sheep, it can feel, you can feel abnormal within, you know, because everyone else just seems to figure it out and fulfill their roles. The role that, you know, the parents wanted everyone to be, they seem to fulfill that role so perfectly and naturally. And so you can feel like who you naturally are is wrong, you know, is shameful and feel genuinely abnormal and not human because of the great shame thrown on you for being wrong, you know, and we correlated being wrong with our problems within We correlated being wrong with our problems in life, our issues. Like if we could just be right, then we could just be a right person within. We could just be a good person. We wouldn't have to go through life like this. Our life wouldn't be like this. If we could just be right, if we could just learn to be right, we wouldn't be punished so much. We wouldn't be nitpicked. We wouldn't be disconnected from. We wouldn't be disapproved of. We wouldn't have low self-esteem. We wouldn't have gone through our trauma. The first one and many others, you know, and we blame ourselves. 
you know, for being wrong, for not knowing. And being wrong was ultimately the source of this deep self-consciousness and deep inner shame. But you want to know what the real source was? People's projection. Mm-hmm. People, your parents mainly, projecting their thoughts of right and wrong onto you. And I don't mean like, you know, guiding like a parent should, but projecting, making it an ego thing. You know, conflating you being wrong with them just being offended that you would like to solve the problem your own way. Hmm. You know, projecting their feelings onto you about how you should be. Inserting their feelings and their emotional experience into what the fuck you doing? Into how you want to do things. Making it about them and how they feel about it rather than it just being about you making a decision, a simple decision or a big one. You know, you starting a new project. You using a different color paint. You drawing outside the lines. Things that matter specifically to you. Them making about them and their emotional experience and how they feel about it. You know? Projecting their energy into the situation where it doesn't need to be. And making you feel abnormal for not considering what they would say or what they would want and making you feel selfish for not considering what they would want, you know, based on your behavior, not having them in your mind when you do what you do naturally and be how you be naturally. Like, you know, inserting themselves into your life ultimately because it is yours and it was yours you know just projecting their preferences onto you because at the end of the day that's what it was just their preferences and that was not fair you know it wasn't fair for them to insert themselves in that way And I wanted to say something else on that, but it left my mind, but it'll come back. But yes, so then the added layer to this is them projecting how they feel and deal with being wrong in their own life, you know, with what it meant to be wrong when they were a child projecting their intolerance to being wrong, you know, to incompetence in their mind, you know, to being wrong, to not knowing an answer, the answer right now, right then and then, to not having a five-year plan, (laughs) to not having like a sense of like what you want to do in this situation or in life, 
you know, not knowing what you wanted to do after high school, not knowing what you wanted to do for the literal rest of your life at 18, 16, 17 years old. (laughs) Because at one point, they probably couldn't afford to be wrong or to not know. And that's all fine and dandy, but like that was their life. Why are they making now making it your responsibility to not afford to be wrong because what what is the risk you know like what's what's the problem with it the only problem is them you know and how they just feel about being wrong they have may have taught you how to be anxious by projecting their anxiety onto you How they treat you based on it was most likely how they were treated or taught to treat others, you know, when they were wrong or most likely both. You being wrong may scare them. Mm -hmm. And I know it doesn't look like fear or anxiety, but that's at the base level and they may just not know how to express it. You know, but you possibly being wrong scares a part of them, the same part that was shamed in the same way for being wrong at one point, for not knowing. Because not knowing has a high possibility for being wrong. And so they may try, that may be the reason they try to control everything. But also, then fault you when you don't know because they interrupted your cognitive development to think for yourself at every turn by inserting their feelings and ultimately trying to control everything because of their own discomfort. Catch 22. (laughs) So (laughs) they try to control everything, but then fault you when you don't know, but you don't know because they interrupted it with their need to control everything. And so ultimately We're walking around with other people's shame, other people's anxiety, other people's judgment and limits, you know, limited mindset, because when you have limits, you stay in the bounds and you don't try to change. And then you can predict life better and you have a better chance of being right because you've been in the same class for 15 years taking the same test maybe not the same test but about the same subjects you are master at this point but you're also stagnant mm-hmm. so of course in this way you're gonna get all the answers but you're gonna get the same answers over and over and over again what fun is that what fun is that in life You know, this brings us to the journey of life and all of its many journeys within where you strive for your dreams. You know, you start to desire things. And so you have to start asking for what you want to get it. You setting goals and stuff. And so when it comes to life, we may stray away from our own goals and aspirations because of this need to be right or get it right at every turn and the need to know. Because like first going into the journey, we already have so much riding on being right, you know? 
all the things I mentioned before that affect our self-esteem, you know, that determine factors of our character, our self-worth, and all of these deep things about ourselves that we may not even be aware of, we have all of that writing on being right, on knowing, on having the answers at all times. And so we may stray away from starting new things, new routines, new projects that interest us and that would help us doing the things that we want to do and not doing them, basically, because of the sense of not trusting yourself and instead searching for the right way to do it or the right things to do the way they should be done what we should be doing and how it should look rather than just picking what you want to do and doing it simply because you want to do it and with the trust that we will find the things that we need the answers that we need find all those things out along the way and so overall I want you to know that it's okay to not know. It's not the end of the world, I promise. And you gotta tell and reassure your inner child that you won't be in trouble if you make a mistake in your life, on your journey, chasing your dreams and your own desires, personal desires, individual desires. You need to let yourself know That all of this is individual. That you don't have the weight of the world in the back of your mind judging everything you're doing in real time. Because that's how it felt as a child. It absolutely did. And you basically need to shift your focus. Not on how other people feel about what you're doing. Not on how another person would react to this decision that you make in your life shift the focus to you and not how people will feel about what you do you know especially your parents (laughs) that's what this is all about anyway shifting your focus from how your parents inserted their emotional experience into your life and your decisions and what you do and just focusing on the fact that you want to do something and and running with that running based off of pure desire pure motivation you know pure interest pure curiosity and not disrupting that process with thinking about what they would think or how they would feel about what you're doing you know it's time to release that it's time to release that image of your parents from your mind as you're making decisions it's time to release images of other people and voices of other people from your mind as you're making decisions for yourself for your life What you have going on in your life and decisions, the decisions you make are not up for debate from anyone. You know, it was incredibly inappropriate for your parents to insert their emotional experience into your decision making and make it all about them. 
you know, they interrupted what should have been a natural process in your decision making and trusting yourself and forming a relationship with yourself. Build on trust. You know? And so for this new year, I want to give you some advice. This advice. When you start new things, I want you to forget what you once knew and do things differently. I want you to be aware enough to notice when you are operating out of a need to prove yourself to your past, you know, versus just doing the thing because you like it. To plug, you know, my video (laughs) that I just uploaded for the new year about starting new routines, this is something that I talk about, forgetting what you know. Because what we know is some bullshit. (laughs) What we know is the need to prove ourselves. What we know is having so much writing on being right. What we know is a fear of being wrong. And you got to let go of that. And of course, it's a journey. But use this information for this journey. And know that you won't know the answers all of the time. And maybe it's not your job to. You know, maybe it was wrong to put all that pressure on you, on a child to know every little thing. You know? Maybe your job is not to know. Maybe that's your job. Maybe that's the job that the universe is trying to give you right now. And that thing that you're thinking about, you're trying to start, but you just don't have the answer. Maybe your job is not knowing right now. Maybe you're not supposed to know right now. That's why I want you to get comfortable with not knowing, you know, where the next answer is going to come from and what it's going to be. And I need you to know that you're not a bad person for not knowing. I need you to have fun with yourself again. And treat new projects just like a new curiosity, a new experience. Give it new excitement. You know, tap into that excitement that you had about that idea um, when you first thought about it, keep it in your pocket and focus on that as you go through the journey rather than a result, rather than your fears when they come up because they will, because we're human. But don't look so much at the finish line, you know, rather than set a goal where you're so focused on the end, set an intention and keep that intention with you in your pocket as you go through the journey. And let it comfort you in the times that you don't know. Let it excite you again. Let it motivate you again. You know? Treat where you can treat the new projects you start like playtime. And spend genuine time with yourself. You know? I want you to embrace not knowing because maybe the journey isn't about getting to the destination. Maybe the answers you seek are not just in the result. Maybe being aware during the journey and forgetting that there even is a result is what you need to do and will suit you better anyway. Maybe you just surrender to the journey and trust that it will get done. 
and that you're not the only one here getting it done. That you're not the only one here working for yourself. That you have people behind the scenes working for you too. That you have a whole tribe. That you have the universe. And, you know, all that you believe in. That you have ancestors. That you have angels. Guardians. You know? That you have a whole home up there, you know, in the cosmos, making shit shake for you (laughs) behind the scenes. And so, maybe your job is just to feel what you're feeling in that present moment. And in doing that, the people behind you and all around you will then, um, you know, get things done on your behalf. You know, maybe that in general, maybe we got it wrong. Maybe our work, the work that we're supposed to put in is just emotional work or mainly emotional work. And then when we get done with that emotional work, and we find the answers within that emotional work, the obstacle will just be lifted from our path and then we can go because we feel, because we comforted ourselves and we felt our emotions, we now feel safe enough to move forward. And we can move forward because the obstacle was taken, you know? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you just surrender to the journey and you don't need an answer because what you really need, which the journey will show you is encouragement from yourself and soothing and compassion and to hold space for the feelings you have about not knowing the next step, for the fears you have. Maybe you just need a hand to hold. And so... Your job is just to grab your own before anxiety can get to it and disrupt that pattern, you know, of comforting yourself. Maybe you just soothe your inner child as they feel their greatest fears. And you allow your inner child to comfort you as well. You know? Maybe you just embrace not knowing and that you don't need to know everything at all times because then why would you be going through a journey and starting something new if not to enact change? You know? If not to learn. In order to learn, you got to admit that you don't know. So maybe you admit that. Maybe you just admit, yo, I don't know what's going on right now. And you just start there. You know, maybe you just pray and that just be your prayer. And then you've done your work and now let everyone else do theirs. (laughs) You know, so I know how scary it is at first to embrace and try not to care about being wrong but it's not about that you know maybe instead of trying to force your fear away you feel it and soothe yourself through it 
and everyone else takes care of the rest. Maybe you don't need to be fully in control like that, you know, because of the pressure it puts on you. Maybe you don't need that pressure and you and you shouldn't have it and you never needed it and you never should have went through it in the first place. I know it's hard, you know, and I know it's genuinely scary because you're revisiting old wounds that you've been running (laughs) away from for a good part of your life, like we all have. But I want you to know that you are strong enough to get through it, you know, and you will live through it to see yourself deal with this fear better and better as you experience this and you will trust yourself more and create a deeper bond with yourself and more compassion and more understanding that pushes all of that other crap put onto you once upon a time you know maybe you just need to know that you can not that you will but that you can You know, you just got to start and keep an open mind as you go. So thank y'all so much for listening. I really hope that the whole episode, you know, was there to encourage you, to help you understand why you may feel that way and open your mind to thinking about, you know, your own past and figuring it out for yourself But then also encourage you on the other hand to just be human and not know and release the anxieties that other people have put onto you for being human because they couldn't handle being human themselves. So yeah, y'all, I hope that was able to help y'all. Uh, be sure if this resonated to you know follow me um, on my platforms hit me up dm me comment you know even post this podcast share it and let me know and i thank y'all in advance (laughs) bye y'all see me and hear me in the next one peace